Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What's up, travel nerds? It's Brian Kelly, the points guy, and I'm super excited to bring you the very first episode of Talking Points. This is the podcast for people who obsess over their miles, points, and credit cards so they can travel the world for a fraction of the cost. I'll be your host, and today I'm sitting down with Matt Knice from Capital One, who's got some news I'm pretty sure you're going to freak out over. Afterwards, I'll sit down with editorial director Julian Keel, and we'll break down exactly what this news means to crazy points nerds like us. This episode may feature offers that are subject to change and are offered by our advertising partners. ThePointsGuy.com is a free website, so we do advertise in order to generate revenue. For a full listing of our advertising policy, go to ThePointsGuy.com slash advertising. So today from Capital One, we've got Matt Knice. Thanks for joining us today. Got it. Excited so, to be here. So Matt, what do you do at Capital One? Yeah, so I lead the reward strategy for Capital One been around Capital One for about seven and a half years now, which is crazy to think about in a variety of different roles, but this has been the most fun. I, uh, I'm a rewards enthusiast outside my corporate day job, and so it's been exciting to, to work in this space. So, you know, Capital One, I've had the card for years. You know, the, the one big thing, the, the drawback is that you can't transfer points. Now, you're a points nerd, and I have known you for a long time now, and I've been saying... You guys have to get into transferable points game, but that's never been your strategy. What do you got for us today? Yes, Brian. So exciting news. Uh, We can finally say that Capital One will be offering miles transfer. So beginning in December, we are going to allow our Venture and Spark Miles cardholders to transfer their miles to 12 loyalty programs, actually 13 airlines. It's going to be Air Mexico. Yeah, exactly. So let's stop there. It's exciting news. So the programs that are going to be in the program, or the transfer partners that are going to be in the program are, I'll list them in alphabetical order just so the readers can follow, Aeromexico, Air Canada, Alitalia, Avianca, Cathay Pacific, Etihad, Eva Air, Finnair, Flying Blue, which is Air France and KLM, united under a single loyalty program, Hainan, Qantas, and Qatar. So a great group. Wow, that is an awesome group off the top of my head. I know a lot of our readers will be very excited about Air Canada and Avianca specifically. Both of those programs can offer insane value. So I have to ask, what is the transfer ratio to these programs? Yeah, so I'm excited to say we're going to keep it really simple. Capital One and our venture brand has been built on this idea of value, ease, flexibility. And so when we thought about offering miles transfer, we want to do it in a way that was classically Capital One. And so every partner that we're talking about here is going to be offered at a two Capital One miles to 1.5 partner miles transfer rate. 1.5. That's crazy. I thought for sure it was going to be two to one because as people know, you earn double points on every dollar spent. So you're telling me you're offering for every dollar spent you know, essentially one and a half airline miles. Exactly right. So yeah, for every dollar you spend, one and a half, we think that's a great deal. 
that was something we thought a ton about as we were looking at the airlines we could offer. We didn't want to offer any airlines where we didn't think we could bring to market really great value. And so what you're seeing here with this group and that really simple transfer rate is just awesome value across the board. We're really excited. Okay. And as anything changes, so one of the earlier changes this year that made me put a ton of my spend on venture was the 10x points on Hotels.com. Now, right. is there any exclusion on spending 10x and transferring those miles to airlines? No exclusion. So we hate fine print at Capital One in general. So this is going to be just like everything else. You can use it as you see fit. I'm glad you brought up Hotels.com, though, and the 10x, because I think it's all part of this same story with Hotels.com, that 10x earn, global entry, TSA pre-check credits, and now with points transfer, we're really looking out for what are those awesome travel benefits that customers are going to love. How do we build that world-class travel credit card? I think there's just another way where we're going to continue to evolve and find like what's that next killer feature in the travel space. That is crazy. So what do you think the next killer feature is? So I, And I noticed you noticed, yep. or you listed mostly you're just airlines. Do you plan to offer any hotel loyalty programs as well? Absolutely. So totally under consideration. I think you'll see that this program is going to continue to evolve. So I think we're going to have a lot of exciting news, hopefully some in the near term soon for new partners being added. So that's absolutely something that we're considering. I think in general, what you'll see with Venture, though, like I mentioned, is we are on this journey, right? We're not going to rest on our laurels. It's been a big year. And so we're always looking at what is that next cool thing? I think you'll find that there's a couple of tenants that we're always focused on. It's going to be that value, that ease, that flexibility. And so we're constantly scanning the market. There's some cool things in the works, but I think you can assume it's going to tie back to what customers have come to expect from Venture. Well, since you didn't ask, I'm going to give you a couple of my uh, <laughs> things that I wish that I had on cards. So I have Global Entry from a number of different cards. So I would love it if you guys could, if you already have Global Entry, you could use that $95 on, let's say, visas or passport fees or even Clear membership. I'm a huge fan of Clear you know, which obviously bumps yep. you. That that would be the next step because that brings you to the front of the TSA pre-check lane. I mean, how bougie is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, this focus group of one's really powerful. I'll take that <laughs> back to the team. But yeah, we're. I mean, we're always looking. So it's that type of stuff that I think we are in the market for exploring. So yeah, I, I think there's a lot of excitement about what's going to be coming over the course of the next few years for venture. And as a points and, and tech nerd myself, so what goes into adding transfer partners, right? What was the biggest hurdle that you had to take kind of project managing this? Was it the tech side of things, the negotiations with the airlines? Yeah, it's been a really cool process. So definitely a lot of learning. Um, You get really into kind of the weeds of the airline industry when you're setting something like this up. The way we brought this to life, though, just for, for context for everyone listening, is we took a look at the airline landscape. We then talk to our customers. We saw where our customers were. We saw the brands that they spend with, the brands that really excite them in the airline space. And so we narrowed down from that set of available airline partners to a group that really resonated. And then we looked and we said, okay, where do we think there is a chance when we talk to the airlines to offer this really great value, like I mentioned before? And that led to the set that you're seeing today, the, the 12 programs, 13 airline partners. These were places where we saw an awesome brand, really great value. And so the other thing I'll, I'll add kind of candidly as a customer and something I'm excited about for our customers is really awesome geographic diversity. So as customers browse their travel options for the next year, they can look at all these awesome exotic destinations, right? They can look at Australia in the winter, Europe in the summer, and think about how they save their points for that. Australia, like that time I passed by you. Exactly. I was going to say, that was the first time I met Brian, was uh, (laughs) walking around Sydney Harbor, just a random chance encounter. 
So, yeah, you could be that. Brian might just be walking around Sydney <laughs> Harbor and you could bump into him with that first-class upgrade on Qantas. So I think it's going to make the travel process really fun, and that's something that we're really excited about. So you said this is launching sometime December. That's right, December, yes. And so any existing cardholder, you know, this will just be a separate platform. It's not like points earned before aren't eligible or anything like that, right? Nope, no caveats. Points that customers are saving right now will be eligible for the program. So I think that customers with a big stockpile will have just one more awesome reason to redeem. And so in terms of transfer times, have you worked out with partners? Will it be hopefully instantaneous or what what are your partners telling you? The goal is always instantaneous. So we are going to aspire in all cases for that. Now, some of that's limited by other factors outside of our control. So there'll be somewhat of a variety, but I think you'll find us being the advocate for how can we make this really seamless for our customers. We're definitely focused as much on the customer experience as we are on the actual transfer ratio and the value that customers are getting from the currency. And you mentioned adding more partners in the future. Yes. Come on. You you got any that are close or... I can't talk specifically about names, but I think that there will be some exciting developments as this goes to market in December. So what I would tell your readers is stay tuned. I think that if they stay close to the Points Guy, they'll hopefully see some really exciting news right before we launch. Well, you should expect on the Points Guy we're going to be the first to test how long it takes to transfer in between. But, uh, <laughs> Good. Keep us honest. Where do you see loyalty going outside of just points or the perks that you've already added? Like, does Capital One have any plans to create lounges or, I know, everything's about experiences these days. Are any cool sponsorships coming up that card members should look out for? It's a really good question. So we spend a ton of time at Capital One thinking about this exact thing. And I think what we've seen be kind of the winning formula and loyalty are a couple of things. One, just really clear value, right? If customers can't understand the program, they don't see the value they're getting, they're not going to use it. And so everything starts with that. I think that's something that's right at the core of what Capital One does. The next is just surprise and delight. I think that's where the experiences come in, right? Where do you get that moment where you feel like you got something above and beyond what you could find in your everyday life because you're a member of a certain program? So that's another thing that I think we really aspire to do. And we're going to find really cool ways to do that. And then the last part here, and it goes along the same lines, is just how do you make something feel really personal and relevant, right? How do you make sure that the customer who's going to Italy or to France or to Australia knows that they can transfer their miles and get that really great deal right when they do it. How can you recommend a hotel that you know they might like? So I think that's another thing that we'd really love to bring to bear is just creating really relevant options for our customers. And I think that's also where, you know, we talked to customers a ton when we were launching this program and really understood what they care about. So a couple rapid fire questions for you. So are you window or aisle seat? Yeah, this is a deep philosophical debate. So I want to believe deep down that I'm a window seat person. I believe in the romantic of travel. Everyone, yeah, I, I know. It says a lot about you. But in like a deep, dark place I don't like to talk about, I know I'm an aisle seat person. I like the freedom of being able to get up and move around. I think that's changed with age. So, but yeah, there's aisle my admission. seats, I mean, don't you worry about – I always worry about the overhead bin opening up and, like, a duty-free bottle smashing me in my head. Maybe I'm a little bit dark. <laughs> and also, I mean, That's the real such reason, a specific concern. I, well, people have died. I always see stuff, like, careening out of the overhead bins, and I get worried. And also, my kneecap has been shattered by drink carts on more than one occasion. That's always a concern, I think, the, the space. But – I'm not 6'6", six, six. so <laughs> hey, six, I do seven. have a 6'7", excuse me. So I have a little bit more space, but that's what I think the space and the freedom, though, is something that increasingly matters. So 
I'll take window. Don't get me wrong. I, I haven't gone fully it's to okay. aisle. It's okay. You can but be an aisle person. We, we, we can still get along. Yeah, this is a tough admission. Which, so of the transfer partners, you've got obviously a ton of venture miles. Like, Which program do you think you'll use first to transfer? Yeah, it's a good question. So given where I sit, I was able to know this was coming for a little while. And so I've been hoarding my own miles, waiting to transfer them to one of these airline partners. I don't think it's going to be just one. So each of them feels special at this point. Oh, here, having here comes them, right? the diplomatic response. Yeah. Okay, we know, you like all your, uh, you know you like all your corporate partners, but is there like a specific redemption you've been thinking about? Or So, you know, I met Brian, like we mentioned, back in Australia in, in Sydney, and that's a trip that I've already had my eye on going back. How did you fly there? Flew Qantas. So I think Biz that would have been first? economy. God, yeah, I mean, on my honeymoon, too. <laughs> so Are you still this married? This perfect, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. So this would have been an amazing opportunity. I could have transferred, gotten that first class upgrade. Really big lost opportunity, but we'll make up for it. Maybe like our two or three year anniversary, we'll go back and get those. I know this guy who can help you, uh, you know, get the most value out of them. Our team is going to have a field day diving deep into his programs. And that's what we're going to talk to Julian Keel, our editorial director, about next. And I hear you have one more piece of news. Yes. So exciting news. We want customers to be just as excited about this as we are. We want them to be able to take advantage of the program right from the start. And so corresponding with this launch announcement, November 13th, we will be launching a 75,000-mile early spend bonus offer for customers who spend $5,000 within three months from opening. Wow. Um, That's... Yeah, it's great. So it's a huge bonus, one of the biggest we've offered. I think it's an awesome stockpile. It's been 50000 for years now, right? Right. So that's generally the baseline. But I think this is just, again, added value that shows our excitement about this program. And, you know, as you guys know better than anyone else, that 75,000 miles could be used for $750 in travel redemptions or with points transfer, potentially more. So I think there's a really great chance for customers right from the start to get that big bonus and think about how they might want to use it in the way that works best for them. That's amazing. Who's eligible for uh, the, the sign-up bonus? If someone had the card years ago, and can they come back and be eligible? Or So it will be for new customers who are just starting, right? We want those new customers to start with that big stockpile of, of miles that they can then go transfer. Hopefully the customers have been around for a little while. They've already got their own stockpiles hidden somewhere, and they can actually go ahead and transfer those right beginning of December. Awesome. Well, I've had a card for years. I've actually been earning tons and tons of uh, points this year using Hotels.com and the 10X. Just amazing to think $100,000 in Hotels.com, which we spend as a company, is going to get a million venture miles, which turns into 750,000 airline miles. And my mind is spinning. So apologies in advance if I'm not (laughs) your most profitable customer. (laughs) But I think this is obviously going to be a game changer uh, I never thought that Capital One would go this route. So it's, uh, I think this is a testament to when we have points, people, nerds, geeks, whatever you want to call us, at credit card companies and, and at the companies we love, we can see change. So congratulations on this amazing news. I cannot wait to dive deep into how we can awesome. maximize this for our readers. I know they're going to have a field day. But um, thanks for joining us and uh, safe travels, Matt. Thanks for having me. Hopefully in business It's great to be here, time. of course, obviously. <laughs> Thanks again. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And now I've got one of the foremost points experts at TPG, our editorial director, Julian Keel. Julian, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me, Brian. So some really big news today out of Capital One. Uh, What are your first thoughts? I really do think this is historic, for lack of a better word. Cap One for so long has not had any partners at all. They've only relied on their fixed value miles. This really opens up a whole new world for Cap One card holders. And on top of that, you're not losing the ability to still redeem them with the purchase arrays. Right. You know, when they first told me, I, I was in shock too, because you know, Capital One over the years has had those airline commercial, the commercials. You know, making fun of most credit card companies that make you jump through hoops, right? <laughs> and now I think we've done our job here at TPG and educating consumers that no, we want transferable miles. You know, and and I think this there's no way that you could look at this as a bad move, right? No, we want to jump through the hoops. Those of us who want to take the time, who want to do the homework, who want to maximize our points and miles, we want this option. And a lot of people are going to be really happy to have it. The airlines that they announced today, um, can you put them into three groups for me? into ones that you ignore, ones that you might use in special circumstances, and the ones that you're literally foaming at the mouth right now. Well, not actually literally, but <laughs> no, you it's get my just drill. a little drool. Yeah. <laughs> what I really like, I'll tell you, the first thing I really like about this is that uh, Cap One has provided a way into all three major airline alliances. So let's start with Star Alliance. We've got two options that I really like right off the top of the uh, top of the hat. Uh, Avianca Life Miles, there is a ton of value in that program. It is not the easiest program to deal with. The website can be funky. Trying to work with agents by phone is a little uh, rough to say the least. But if you can make it work, we're talking about Lufthansa first class for just 87,000 miles one way and $30 in taxes and fees. You're just not going to beat that with almost any other program. Can you book those online or is that? You have to pretty much book them online because trying to get through on a, to an agent is, is rough. So, and, for yeah. those, and for those of you who don't know, I mean, Avianca has been up and coming with their Life Miles program. And, you know, years ago, in the, the insiders in this world used to be able to book because they would misclassify zones, right? That's right. Guam was a very famous one that Guam was classified as part of the continental U.S. So you could get a ticket from New York to Guam, but you would go through Japan or one of the uh, Asian countries. Just like, and it would be prices a domestic ticket. And it would ticket. price as a domestic ticket, and you would just get off in Japan and not continue on to Guam. So they've tightened up the program a little bit, but there are still some uh, amazing redemptions in Avianca. We've got a deep dive on that post on the site. Um, and then so the other one is Aeroplan. Right. If you're not up for fighting the Avianca site, if you will, and you're willing to pay a little more or really a lot more in surcharges but less in miles, then Aeroplan is your choice. You're going to get those Lufthansa first class redemptions for 70,000 miles, but you are going to pay a lot of money in surcharges. So you have to decide if the time is worth the cash. So we've got the star lines covered. What else? Uh... So then if we're looking at Sky Team, then we're talking about Air France and KLM's Flying Blue program. And by the way, that's when Cap, when Cap One says they have 
12 programs and 13 airlines. That's what they're referring to. And really, Flying Blue is a bunch of other airlines, too, like Kenya and whatnot. So It is. The main two are, are Air France and KLM. The biggest issue with that program is, of course, it was recently devalued, and the online calculator now sort of throws out whatever figure it uh, thinks at that time. But you can find some good deals. You just have to really work at it. You've got to be able to search and, and spend some time on it. I've been able to do it because, you know, Delta Sky Team, and you would think you'd be able to book Delta Awards, Air France, Transatlantic, and Delta.com is terrible, <laughs> um, especially on uh, on those partner awards. So um, I've seen actually a lot of Air France using uh, airfrance.us, which is what I use to, to yeah. search that. There's actually a ton of – and sometimes they price weirdly. Sometimes they price in your favor. So That's right. And they also have the promo awards. They do, the Flying Blue Awards. So Have you uh, ever booked one of those? I have not, but the, it does get used. It, you just really have to make sure it's a city pair that wor- works for you and for your travel plans. And the flying – and for those listening who have no idea what we're talking about, Air France, you should sign up for their – Promo awards, um, we list them. So it's basically a set of cities and classes of service for discounted awards, sometimes as cheap as, what, 20,000 yeah. miles round trip to Europe? Yeah, it can, be, it can be really low. It, it depends on the season, and it rotates the cities and the, the uh, cabins. Uh, and then the third program I really like on this list is Etihad. Uh, and that's because I, I like the fact that I can get access to American uh, awards basically at the price of the old American charts. They are still charging through Etihad only 50,000 miles for business class to Europe one way. That's literally like old oh, style. Julian, I, I can one up you there because a, a reader alerted me that first class is the same price. <laughs> literally, <laughs> so you can fly America if you can find the availability, mm-hmm. which can be you know, a little tough, but that's where we use expert flyer. <laughs> but if American releases um, you know, JFK to Heathrow, it's 50,000 Etihad one way, uh, and you get access to the flagship lounge. And I believe uh, AA flagship first on the 777 is much nicer than British Airways first, in my opinion, especially when you can get it for 50000 And but, yeah, and, and American also, same thing with the transcontinental. They price business and first at the same level. That's what exactly what I was about to say, is that you can get that for tw- just 25,000 miles one way on the transcon. That's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to what people need to know. What are the best programs here? Which are mediocre and which do you think you'll never use? All right. So we already talked about the best programs, Life Miles, Air France, KLM, Aeroplan, and Etihad. Here are a couple that I might use an occasion. Uh, Cathay Pacific Asia Miles. There's not necessarily a great value in the miles uh, portion, but if you use them on British Airways flights, you can actually knock down the surcharges on those British Airways flights to some degree. Richard Kerr, TPG senior contributor, wrote a story about this just recently that's on the site about how it really can and make hundreds of dollars in difference to go through that. Uh, another one that I like that's okay is Qatar. It just depends on – they devalued in May their own program. The partners still have some value. It, it, there's an occasional use for it. And then uh, EVA, as far as using for North Asia, places like Japan or South Korea, the intra-North Asia, and, there's value there. And with these programs, if you're flying, say, your business books you and premium economy on Cathay, using Asia Miles to upgrade one class of service can make sense. That can, well. that can also make sense. But for sense, straight yeah. up awards, these programs are. Yeah, yeah. And now here are the ones I'm not that excited about. Uh, Qantas. Qantas is known, I mean, everybody thinks Australia is great, but Qantas' program is not really got a lot of value in it. Finnair is not really a program that you're going to want to spend a lot of time on. It doesn't have favorable charts. Same with Aero Mexico. 
Uh, Alitalia is not have this program is about as good as the uh, financial condition of the airline right now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, don't speculatively transfer to Alitalia, an airline continually on the brink of bankruptcy. That's not only that, I actually like everyone bus on Alitalia. I've flown them a number of times over the years, and I actually like their business class and the food. Uh, but apparently they lose everyone's bags and are surly to deal with. But yeah. I guess and, when it's good, it's good. And and just book it through a different pro- Sky Team program. So, uh, and then Hainan uh, doesn't have a lot of op- great options that uh, we've, we've done yeah, a little. Hainan, Hainan Airlines is so cheap. It's like, you know, sometimes as low as $2,000 to book to Asia. So you, in that case, you're probably just better pay off. For pay it. for it. And then use Purchase Eraser exactly. to wipe it off. Right. Um, so we're going to be having deep dives on every single one of these transfer partners on the site, so we'll go in deeper there. But let's talk larger about venture and um, kind of maximizing the program. So in general, you earn two, they call it miles per dollar, spent, although it's really one and a half when you <laughs> take into account their four to three uh, ratio, transfer, transfer ratio. ratio. Yep. But um, are, what, are there any other, I know back in the day they used to have some really wonky and unique redemptions. How did before transfer partners? How would you take advantage of venture miles? You you would use the purchase eraser, and the nice thing about the purchase eraser not only is it still there, but it covers a fairly broad category of travel expenses. You have to redeem them against travel expenses. Uh, Cap One defines travel as airlines, hotels, rail lines, car rental agencies, limousine services, bus lines, cruise lines, taxi cabs, travel agents, and timeshares. So that's pretty good. Uh, it's doesn't necessarily. It's not where's, quite where's, as broad. Private jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you should lobby them. For <laughs> maybe if you book it through your travel agent, you can yeah. get it that way. So travel agents is always good because it means you can go through uh, uh, online through Expedia or Orbitz and, and book almost any travel that way. Well, one of the interesting ways I've heard people use Capital One Miles back in the day is paying for surcharges. So, you know, if you've got $500 in uh, British Airways taxes, you can actually pay for it with your venture miles, earn double, mm-hmm. um, you know, you'd earn a thousand points. Um, but you could use 50,000 points to knock off that $500 surcharge. So, um, you know, in the quest for as free as possible, I mean, having a card like Venture does make a lot of sense because you can, you know, just pay for an Uber to the airport and then just wipe it off um, the, the the bill. There's no real jumping through hoops. Yeah, and now you can literally do both sides of that equation. You can use your Cap One miles, transfer them for the award ticket, and then charge the surcharge to your Cap One card and use more of the miles to pay off the surcharge, and it literally becomes completely free. So do you have the Venture card? <laughs> so I would love to have the Venture card. <laughs> Unfortunately, last time I applied for it, I was denied for having too many cards and not spending enough on them. Something about me having uh, 25 credit cards and maybe not using oh, so them. So they're, they're on to us? <laughs> Luckily, I got, I got mine years ago. I'm, I'm glad I'm grandfathered in because I, we, I've spent tons this year on the 10X on Hotels.com, and we're going to spend a ton more now uh, that we can transfer the miles. Do you think you'll be eligible? So what is that rule? Is it just, you know, they basically... That was, I think, that's not necessarily a said rule, but basically Cap One has a certain type of customer. They're obviously looking for customers that are going to use their cards. Uh, Shocking. Shocking. (laughs) Uh, The other thing that's important to keep in mind about Capital One is you can only have two personal Cap One cards at the same time. 
So if you already have some other Cap One cards in your wallet, uh, the Saver card or the Quicksilver card, then you're not going to be able to get the Venture Rewards unless you close one of them. So obviously, like all major rewards cards, you've got to have good credit to get this. So generally, over 700, you should be good with decent income, but it kind of depends who should, what type of person or traveler should get this card? Yeah, and Cap One is even a, has a fairly liberal policy about approving people as far as with credit scores. So you might even be able to get it for a little less, smaller score than that, a little lower score. But this is a great everyday card. This is a card you can keep in your wallet or purse when you have a category or a purchase that does not get covered by a bonus. Uh, with a bonus multiplier on another card, this is the card you pull out because you're going to be getting one and a half transferred miles for every dollar you spend. It's a card that anybody can carry around and use when they don't have a card that gets them three times on restaurants or whatever it might be. Right, because even those cards with 450, 550 annual fees that offer multiples that are more than two, their everyday earn is one. That's so right. you're earning one transferable mile, whereas essentially with Venture, you're earning... 1.5, which is pretty darn good for everyday spend. So it's not just the Venture card that's going to get transferable miles. Which other ones? That's right. There's four total Cap One cards. It'll be the Venture Rewards and the Venture One, which is the no annual fee version of the Venture Rewards. And then on the business side, the Spark Miles and the Spark Miles Select will all have these transferable miles. And in general, the cards with the annual fee offer much richer earning. So in general, it's worth it, right? What's the sign-up bonus on the Spark business miles. The Spark Business Miles is 50,000 miles after you spend $4,500 in the first three months. And that's got a $95 annual fee. Is that waived? It is waived the first year. And also to note, something interesting is that Capital One will ping all three credit bureaus. That is correct. Yeah, Equifax, uh, Experian, and TransUnion, they're the only major issuer that is going to pull your credit across all three major bureaus, which means you're going to get a hard pull on all three reports. It's not the end of the world. It's not really a consumer-friendly move, but it's something that I think everyone's learned to live with when it comes to Cap One cards. All right, Julian, anything else that people need to know about Venture or the Capital One ecosystem? You know, the beauty of this card is it's almost like a Chase Freedom Unlimited and a Chase Sapphire Preferred in one because you're getting effectively one and a half mile or one and a half transferred miles per dollar spent like the Freedom Unlimited. And then you're getting a big bonus category, the 10x at Hotels.com, which is not obviously as broad as travel and dining on the Preferred, but is a heck of a lot bigger. And all of this for the same. $95 fee you'd pay for those two combined chase cards, and it's even waived the first year. And for a very limited time offer, we've got 75,000 uh, bonus miles after spending 5,000 within three months at thepointsguy.com slash venture. Uh, I can't say how long this will be around, but it's not going to be around long. Uh, so if you've been thinking about getting the Venture card, there's no better time than now. And as always, we appreciate you using our links at the Point Sky because that pays for us to pay the smart people like Julian who make us all smarter <laughs> about miles and points. Julian, thank you so much for joining us on Talking Points. And I'm sending you good vibes that you get approved for the Venture card. Please, fingers crossed. And that's it for this episode of Talking Points. Thanks to Matt Knice and Julian Keel for taking the time to sit down with me today. Again, I'm your host, Brian Kelly, and this episode was produced by Caroline Chagrin and Jessica Rovniak with editing by Ryan Gabus. Our music's by Breakmaster Cylinder, and a special thanks to Adam Kotkin and Mike Bruno. 
If you like this episode and want to hear more, make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you downloaded this podcast. But more importantly, tell your friends. The more people we have listening, the more episodes we'll make. And if you tag me on Instagram at Brian Kelly or use the hashtag talking points on social media, I might even give you a shout out. See you next week. And until then, safe travels. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.